0: Which will be like th- three predetermined choices, and we move them on. It all sounds pretty straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm joking now. I, I know this could be overwhelming for a first-time listener. Or, you know, if you just stumble across this concept, it sounds pretty tricky. This is super fast business with James Schranco. James Schramko. helping you build your business super fast. 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 James Schrebker here. Welcome back to superfastbusiness.com. When I was selling, I used to use a formula that was handed down to me from the top salespeople from Xerox. They brought it along to this telco company that I was working at, where I was just an administrator. And using this formula combined with some old classics like Brian Tracy and Tom Hopkins, I was able to quickly become the number one salesperson in Australia for the product that I was selling. And then I was able to repeat that when I changed companies. And the core to this selling technique, which was called spin selling, was this whole idea that you find out where someone is at with their situation and then you probe and investigate by using questions to find out exactly what their problems and pain points are. And then you magnify those challenges and then you serve them the exact relevant, most logical next step as the forward action. Turns out that formula worked really well for selling high-volume vehicles, but it also forms the basis for a great way to sell online. And today, I've invited a special guest, Ryan Levesque, to come and talk to us about how we might use questions in our marketing. Welcome, Ryan.
1: James, my man, I'm super excited to be here and uh, really excited to be talking about this.
0: Now, maybe I've oversimplified my introduction here, however, you are... As far as uh, questions and, uh, and sales process for funnels, you're the man. You are like the, the survey funnel mega expert in the entire world with unbelievable <laughs> results in your background, right?
1: Well, I think the official title is Emperor Czar of the World, but I'll uh, I'll forgive the way you framed it. Um, no, listen, I appreciate the the warm introduction, James. That's really kind of you. And and really, what you've described, the selling model that you use so successfully in your offline business, really, what my team and I have done in the last ten years is we've taken that process that's so natural to sell offline. And we've developed a replicatable system that we've used in over 23 markets to generate over $100 million in sales. And we've taken that same process and we've applied it online. And I'm really excited and happy to share exactly how we're doing that so anyone listening to this can start implementing elements of the exact process in their business.
0: Right. So that's... uh... Pretty good evidence that it actually works. Pretty much covered why we might be interested in learning about this survey funnel technique. Now, you've consolidated a lot of these ideas into a book, which is called Ask, with some very long subtitle. Is that right? That's coming out in the market at the moment?
1: Exactly. So the subtitle, for anybody who's interested, is the counterintuitive online formula to discover exactly what your customers want to buy, create a mass of raving fans and take any business to the next level. And the reason why those three things are part of the subtitle is because they're all important. The first thing, the element, the fact that it's counterintuitive is critical. Most people think the answer to asking questions is you simply ask what people want. But there's a paradox here because people don't really know what they want. And if you've studied... Anyone from Henry Ford to Steve Jobs, there's a quote that may or may not be true, but it's been attributed to Henry Ford's, which is, if I had asked people what they wanted, they would have told me faster horses. And if you study Steve Jobs, he has a quote, and I'm going to paraphrase him, but it's to the effect that uh, people don't know what they want until they see it. And all of this, the reason why those quotes and those ideas ring true. Is because they are true and the counterintuitive part of this is you cannot directly ask someone what they want you have to ask them a series of questions that get at the answer without directly asking it and that's where the nuance of the nuances of the process begins so that counterintuitive part we can dive into that more detail is really important the other thing the second part of that subtitle create a mass of raving fans this is the thing that has me so excited The reason why is because this is one of these rare processes that is both beneficial to the consumer and to you as a merchant. And the reason why is because if you've studied any sort of online marketing or you've been a consumer online, and James, you know that what's typical when you go online, you go to someone's website and they stand on their tippy toes, scream at the top of their lungs and say, here's why we're the best, and get my free report, and they try to jam that one thing down your throat before they've even gotten a chance to know you. And that would be like if someone stepped on the car lot when you were selling cars, and the first thing that you said to them is, hey, I know the exact car for you and here's why you should buy it. That would just be so weird, but for some reason that's the way most people sell online. What this whole process is about is saying, time out for a second. To be perfectly honest, I don't know if I can help you yet, but if you take a moment to tell me a little bit about your situation, what you're struggling with, what you're looking to achieve, with that information, I can point you in the right direction. And if I have a solution that's right for you, I'll be able to customize my recommendation based on where I think would be, what I think would be most helpful for you. And essentially, from a, a strategic standpoint, that's what you're doing. And hopefully it comes across that when you do that, it can engender a tremendous amount of goodwill with your consumer, with your potential customer, where they say, this is refreshing. I'm so used to someone trying to jam their solution down my throat. It's refreshing for someone to take the time to ask a little bit more about me to provide the best solution. And then the third part of the subtitle, take any business to the next level. Hopefully it's evident that when you do this, it can take your business to that next revenue level. And it's evidenced by the fact that we are... Now, like I said, in 23 different markets, and in virtually all of those markets, we've become the number one or number two player in the space. And these are markets ranging from golf instruction, tennis instruction, Uh, dog training, uh, satellite television, business funding, weight loss, fitness, selling industrial equipment, selling water ionizers, 2000 water ionizers. So it's something that is a universal approach, which is why I'm so excited, that works no matter what market you might be in and what your business model is. So that sets the stage. And I personally think that this is something that has the potential to truly change our industry. That's why hopefully... You can tell I'm so excited about this.
0: Yeah, I can very much relate. It's pretty much a carbon copy of the process that I'm used to. And I was really confounded when I went online at how one way the marketing messages seem to be. People pushing their angles without any interaction And it's good to see that this is now becoming possible with technology, and I think we're going to have to spend a little bit of time talking about that for a second. So just to recap where we're up to, the reason you want to be looking at doing this is because you can be the top player in your industry. It's obviously more profitable, it gets the results, and it doesn't really matter what you're selling online. In terms of what we're talking about, we're talking about putting a step between when someone arrives to you making your offer recommendation where we actually get to find out more specifics so that we can segment get very relevant there's more context and you can basically you're shrinking the size of the barrel and you're increasing the size of the fish so that it's just a, a no-brainer you, you can literally shoot fish in the barrel uh, because you know that you're on target so we really want to sort of get into the next area which is how do we actually achieve this what are some of the parts that are required and how do we actually set these things up?
1: Now it's a great question. So think about it like this. Let's think about two pages on your website and a step in between. So the first page that we want to think about is your landing page. and This is a page that someone will arrive at on your website. It's the first page that they visit. Now when someone visits this page Instead of trying to put a squeeze page, which would be, you know, get my free report, enter your name and email. Instead of doing that all in one step, what you're doing is this. You're effectively saying, like, for example, uh, I operate one of the markets that we're in is the memory improvement space. We have a business that you can check out today. It's called Rocket Memory. And we have a series of courses that teach people how to improve their memory. When someone lands on our landing page, they see a short video. The video is about two minutes long and basically says this, hi, my name is Ryan and I've been helping people improve their memory for the last 10 years. In fact, I've helped over 26,000 people around the world. And what I've learned is that depending on what situation you're in right now is gonna dictate what the best solution is for you. And we have a series of courses and rather than try to guess which course and which training path is right for you, if you take a few moments to tell me a little bit about who you are, what your situation is, I'll point you in the right direction and make the best product recommendation for you." After they watch that video, there's a button below that video. They click on the button, and then a single screen pops up, and the question in the screen asks a series of questions, starting with, are you a man or a woman? The reason why I ask this question is because men and women tend to have different issues with memory, and it has to do with the way that our brains are wired differently in terms of gender differences. Okay, I'm a man. Next question, new screen. Which of the following best describes your age? And the reason why I ask this is because as we get older, our brains change and it affects our memory in different ways. Okay, I'm in my 30s, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, multiple choice, 30s. Next question, which of the following best describes the situation you're in right now? And the question answers might be, I'm currently a student I'm currently uh, going back to school to learn a new trade or skill. I am studying for something in my professional life, or I'm just having trouble remembering in my everyday interactions. Okay, from there, so I'm asking a series of questions, and I go down this path until, at the very end, I might say, "Okay, based on everything that you've told me, I think that your situation is best described as X." Now. I have a custom set of recommendations for your particular situation and all you need to do is enter your name and email and I'll send you a customized report along with what I recommend that you start with. They enter their name and email in exchange for this customized report and then on the other side, they see see what I describe as a same visit sales message, which oftentimes is a video sales message that attempts to sell them into one of our courses, the one that's most appropriate to them. And the video sales message is customized in a way that refers to at least a portion of their survey responses. So I might refer to the fact that as a man in your 30s, you might have found that as you've gotten older, that your memory isn't quite what it used to be. And this is natural, because when men turn 30, something happens in your brain that changes the way you consolidate memory. And then I might go on. So see how this approach, hopefully at a very surface level, is so much more effective than... Discover how to improve your memory. This is the ultimate memory solution for every human being under the sun. Buy it now. What we're doing is we're taking a much more uh, unconventional approach. And people see this and they say, this is so refreshing. And the beautiful thing is that this concept of the one size fits all answer and why that's not a good thing is practically universal, whether you're selling cars or you're selling memory improvement information, it's something that everybody recognizes, because we're all unique individuals, and we all have unique wants, needs, and desires.
0: Yeah, I think we like to see ourselves reflected back in the marketing message. You know, we want to relate to it. So I've seen this happening for a while. I can recall, even even when I started online, some people were doing this, but it was very rare, and... um, I think perhaps the thing holding them back was either, uh, you know, the reason not everyone does it, probably A, not everyone knew about it, and B, there were probably some technological challenges for setting this sort of thing up. Have you found some easier solutions to make this achievable for the every man internet marketer, every woman?
1: It's a great question. So when we first started doing this, and by the way, the way I came into this was out of necessity. My first few attempts online in the markets that I was in I actually failed. And it wasn't until I asked the question of my market, I sent out a survey, and I said, out of desperation, in one of my first markets, tell me why did you decide not to buy? And when I got the responses back, it was very interesting. I was in a random, obscure market teaching people how to make Scrabble tile jewelry, it was a craze that was happening in about 2008. And what I found was that I thought I was selling to one single homogenous market. But when I asked that question, what surfaced was that they were actually four distinct buckets in the market. Now, my first rudimentary attempts of doing this segmentation process were really as simple as enter your name, email, and select from the following drop-down list which of the following best describes you. And then with a little bit of custom code, would send people to one of four sales letters, and then add people to one of four autoresponder sequences. That was the first rudimentary attempt. As we became more and more sophisticated doing this in market after market, we tried to find some solution, some paid software solution in the market to allow us to do what we wanted to do, and there was nothing there. So my team and I uh, invested a tremendous amount of money, developed our own software solution, and this is actually what we use in market after market. And about, A year and a half ago, we decided to make this solution available to the public as a retail piece of software, and uh, you can go to surveyfunnelsoftware.com, and that'll direct you to the page where you can learn more about how the software works and how you can use it to implement exactly what we described, and you can see it in action. There are multiple ways to accomplish this. You can obviously, you can hire a developer, you can develop your own tool, or you can use the tool, for example, that we use, which is an out-of-the-box software solution that enables you to do this with just a few clicks of the mouse. And it's a tool, by the way, that does a couple things. So it allows you to do this survey segmentation thing that we've been talking about, but it also integrates with your autoresponder program. And this is where things really get exciting. So when you have a tool like the one I described, it allows you to funnel people into different autoresponder sequences based on how they answer a series of questions. And not only that, it allows you to push that data into their contact record into, if you're using Entreport, Entreport, uh, Infusionsoft, AWeber, Constant Contact, MailChimp, it does not matter what autoresponder program you use our software is agnostic meaning it works with any of them now here's why this is so beneficial imagine for a moment that you capture a person's gender and age in your database well imagine if you wanted to promote an offer like for example a low T offer low testosterone offer if you happen to be in a health market well that's an offer that if you sent it out to your entire list A good portion of your list, your email list, is not going to be interested in that. But if you are able to just identify men who are in their 40s and 50s and only send it to them, well, all of a sudden, that can be a very profitable thing to do in the same way that you might send a menopause offer to women in their 50s that you would not want to send to your entire list. And that's just one example, but hopefully kind of gets you thinking, well, there's value in capturing this deeper information about your prospect beyond just name and email and this technology that i described is one way that enables you to do it
0: yeah so i've got a a feel for this so it's just a macro overview we're going to be pushing people through some questions to end end up with them in different segments now you've got your own names for this i think you call them buckets yes and i'd be really interested i mean i had a, a good read of the ask manuscript that you sent me which is fantastic Uh, really outlined it well very practical there are a couple of key steps and I think it'd be great to cover those key steps so that we know what's happening for from that traffic when it arrives at your site now I've got an idea that there are tools available to do this and as you mentioned Uh, Tools like mine that I'm using, which is Entreport, allows me to very heavily segment and and custom sequence people based on where they come into my site, what they click on, uh, how many times they're back. All these things can trigger specific sequences and action steps. But do you want to talk about the methodology and what the actual steps are that you mention in your book so that we can just get the big, chunky view of the main steps?
1: Yeah, so the first thing that you want to do is you have to decide where the value exists in segmentation. So in other words, there is an 80-20 sort of balance. Now on the extreme end, you might say, well, my market is made up of thousands of people. So maybe there are a hundred different segments that I might speak to. So I might have a hundred different versions of my sales letter. Now, theoretically, that's probably true, but practically, that's a terrible idea because you'll never get your project off the ground. At the same time, on the other extreme, one version for everybody is probably not the right answer. So the question is, how many buckets should you put people into? What's the right amount? And how do you figure out what those buckets are? So starting with that question in mind, let's go through the major steps. So, the first step that you go through is something that I describe as the deep dive survey. Now, my deep dive survey is a survey that you do once to your existing audience, whether that's a, a list of email subscribers or traffic already coming to your website, and you send them an open ended survey, open ended questions, where you ask them, What's the single biggest challenge that you're having about XYZ problem? From there, you go through an analysis process, which I outline in step-by-step detail in the book, for example, where you identify from those open-ended responses what buckets naturally emerge, what themes are bubbling up in your market. Once you identify what those themes are, you focus on the three to five biggest themes. Then from there, you build a landing page The landing page sells people on the idea of taking the survey and why it's good for them. Then the second survey that you send out, which is a permanent part of your sales process, is something I call the micro-commitment bucket survey. This is the survey that we talked about earlier, where you're asking people one question at a time designed to send people to one of those three to five sales message variations So this could be three to five different products that you might be recommending, or it can be a single product that you're positioning three to five different ways. So for example, if you sell a, let's call it a health supplement, maybe that health supplement could be presented, same product, could be presented as a weight loss option, It could be presented as a muscle-building option, and it could be presented as a wellness option for seniors who are just looking to maintain their overall wellness. One product sold three different ways. The other option is maybe you have three different products, and you're trying to figure out which one is right for your prospect. Maybe you have a weight loss supplement, a protein powder, and a fish oil. Well, you might want to ask a series of questions to decide which product should you recommend. So after you've done that, you send people to what I call your same visit sales letter. This is typically a video, but it could also be a long form written sales letter, which is customized based on which of the three to five buckets someone falls into. After you build your same visit sales letter, you build what I describe as your profit maximization sequence. This is a series of one click upsells where you ask people to buy more things after that initial purchase. Once you've completed that, the last step is to build what I describe as your email feedback loop. The email feedback loop is two different email sequences, one for people who purchase your product right away, and a second sequence for people who don't purchase right away, where you use email to try to get them to buy. That, in a nutshell, is the overall process, and it ends with one last survey, which I describe as the pivot survey. The pivot survey is essentially, okay, we talked about this one product. You either bought it or you didn't buy it. What should we talk about next? Would you like to talk about A, B, or C? And that's an email that goes out, typically with three links, and then depending on what link someone clicks, that dictates where you go next, and then the whole process starts all over again. And the beautiful thing about this is if you do this right, you can string together these funnels one right after another in fact in some markets we have six or seven of these that are strung together one right after another and it creates this choose your own adventure experience where people enter into your world and they get to raise their hand and essentially say james i want you to sell me this next and they don't explicitly say that but they do that with their actions and so it takes all the guesswork out of What should I sell next? Does someone want this? You're letting that user feedback dictate where you go next.
0: Sounds good. So let me see if I got this right. With our existing email list, we're going to do a deep dive, open-ended question, probing for the biggest challenge that they have. We're going to analyze that, try and split it into three to five buckets. Then we're going to have micro-commitment questions for our sales funnel so that we can filter people into those buckets. Right. And from there, they're going to have a same-visit sales letter that's targeted to that bucket. Correct. And then we'll have our profit maximization sequence, which will offer relevant next-sale-type things for that specific same-visit sales letter flow. And then we'll have our email feedback loop for people who bought or didn't buy, uh, of getting them back into the sequence. And then when all that's done, we'll ask them what they'd like to buy next with our pivot survey. Exactly.
1: Exactly, which will be like
0: three predetermined choices, and we move them on. It all sounds pretty straightforward. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm joking now. I I know this could be overwhelming for a first-time listener. You know, if you just stumble across this concept, it sounds pretty tricky. Uh, What type of um, business do you find is coming to you saying, "Ryan, here's where we're at. Can you help us? What, What is the typical activation point in an entrepreneur's? business timeline for this to be relevant
1: yeah no that's a great question so typically so we work in a couple different ways so our business is a split between uh, training that teaches people in deep detail how to execute this process in their business starting with the book and we have a series of training courses and then we also have an agency side of our business as well where we both coach and do these funnels for people so we actually create these funnels for other businesses. And because this is what we do all day, every day, we have a lot of expertise in this very narrow scope. Now, businesses who come to us on the training side tend to be earlier in their business. They tend to have some established sales, but they might not be at the seven-figure level yet. Businesses who reach out to us and ask us to build one of these funnels for them, typically our established businesses are generally at least half a million dollars in annual revenue. And as much as we have, we have businesses in nine figures that do over $100 million in revenue who work with us. So it's a pretty wide range. As far as if you're asking yourself, is this right for me? There are two types of businesses who this is for. The first type of business is you might sell one product or one flagship product. But you have multiple avatars or multiple groups of people in your market that you might sell to. So for example, if you sell a weight loss product, and you have both men and women who are trying to buy it, or you have women who just had a baby, and women who are perhaps later in life, and their kids are now in college, out the out of the house, they're empty nesters, and they finally have some time to themselves to devote to their body. Both are women, but both represent very different avatars. You might want to speak to those two different avatars differently. That would be a case where a survey funnel would be a good option for you. The second type of business that comes to us are businesses who have multiple products, but aren't quite sure customers come to them and are not quite sure where they should start. So you have multiple things that you sell. Someone enters into your world and says, what's the best one for me? Which option should I start with? A survey funnel is a great option in that case because you can have a consultative guided marketing process that leads people down the right path. So that way they don't come to your site, experience confusion, and leave confused not sure what they should do next. So if you if your business falls in one of those two categories, a survey funnel is a good option to consider for your business.
0: Fantastic. Okay, so that makes sense. Now, I think we should just sort of close out by coming up with some action steps. And I want you to think of this avatar. I want you to think of someone who who would be listening to this who is probably in the early six-figure region – stretching up to the seven figure, like early seven figures. That's, that is a typical listenership for this podcast. Somewhere between 100000 hundred thousand and one and or $2 million a year is our sweet spot. What would be the first action step as of right now listening to this podcast?
1: The first thing that I would recommend someone do is get a copy of our book, It's a very inexpensive way to go one level deeper and understand this process. So the title of the book is Ask, and we went through the big long subtitle. That'll walk you through the process in a little bit more detail. Now, I would be remiss to not end that book with a pivot survey within the book itself. After you've read that book, you've got a couple options. If you walk away reading the book and feel like you have a good handle on how to implement this, the next step after that would be to sign up for our survey funnel software technology, which will enable you to do this, and which will also grant you access to our community of other businesses who are implementing this funnel in their business so you can see how other people are using this successfully. That's one option after you read the book. The second option would be if you read the book and you get the process and you're in the category where maybe you have more money than time, meaning that you would rather just hire the experts to do this, then I would recommend that you go down that path. And you can reach out to me directly and we can put some ways to do that in the, in the podcast itself. And we will direct you to the best sort of done for you option based on your particular situation. So really the first step is go through the book, understand the process in a little bit more detail. That'll help you better understand if this is a good fit for what you're looking to achieve. And then from there, you've got the do-it-yourself version where you can get access to the technology and the community of people who are implementing this successfully. Or you can work with my team and I to implement this and just do the whole thing for you. That's what I would recommend as far as next steps to go from here. Perfect.
0: All right. So now what I'd ask is that you make a comment on this post. If you've got a question for Ryan, by all means, ask away just below this podcast on superfastbusiness.com. I'll ask Ryan to come and have a look at the questions. Uh, I know he likes questions and answers, and I'm sure we'll be able to solve your challenges. So Ryan, I just want to thank you for coming along to the show. We've really opened up a big topic here. I know this is going to cause some action because I would say it's a fair bet that if you were to go to 100 websites, you wouldn't find more than one if that on average doing any kind of surveys or or funnel questioning to the level that you've talked about so it is a big concept it's a very profitable and rewarding concept you are the force in the market for this you're certainly known for it i've been enjoying working with you behind the scenes in the uh, silver circle sort of stuff because it gets me a great window into what's going on and i can see the results you're getting for everyone else and it's fantastic to observe that firsthand so thank you for coming along to the show
1: thank you so much james for having me this was awesome and i look forward to answering as many questions as i can
0: yep and i do recommend the book ask I've read uh, an extract or a very early version of it, and it was an easy-to-understand uh, read. It's uh, very well-written, especially the part that explains the concepts we've talked about today. So I would spend the time uh, in reading through that book because it's a good starting point. Thanks, Ryan.
1: Thank you, Gene. Discover how to build your business super fast. Check out superfastbusiness.com. Thank you.